being a dad is the most important role a man will ever have. You might be a father to your own children. You might be a father to children that are not biologically yours. You might be a father figure for children without a father. But no matter what you are, you are the earthly father they look up to. Hello, I'm Adam, and this is the Dad's God and Donuts podcast. The world in places can seem to be a mess. I personally go through life living with rainbow unicorn happy glasses, or try my best to. I put on a nice guise at work often because I feel, I believe that the world needs happy. There's just not enough of it. We don't have that around. There's so much anger, so much vitriol, so much meanness. And the world just needs joy, just needs happiness, just needs that laugh, just needs that laugh track from my podcast a few weeks back or some great dad jokes. That's what the world needs. I I often look at my students while teaching or just discussing life or things we're doing in class and apologize for how terrible we as adults are acting and setting that example for them. And then I challenge them to be better saying, I'm gonna try to set the example for you to be better. And I want you to be better, to make this world a better place, a happier place, a kinder place. Rule one in my class is be kind. Rule two is do your best. Those are the rules for my class. That should be our rules for life, to be honest. In my class, I also make it a focus to try my best to love on my students when others won't. Are there students that drive me bonkers? Yeah, of course there are, but they're God's children and they deserve my love as he commanded me to love all people. The other day, one student was having a rough day to the point that I asked that student to set out. The student looked at me and was like, no. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. So finally got the student to sit out and they sat back crying. But then I went over and sat down with him for a moment. I chatted with him about how awesome I know that he can be and that he needs to show kindness to his peers. And then he went back to his group. Our simple conversation must have hit something because after crying that day for being in trouble, he now always seeks me out with joy and says hello with just like a very excited voice. If I'd been reprimanded like that, I would look the other direction or not want to look at that adult for a while, but almost immediately, He looks at me with joy and happiness. I get sad when hearing stories from my daughter about how she has to deal with middle school students who are just plain mean. Now, I know that's a lot of middle school students. She'll even admit that she's had times like that as well, but looking at those situations, that's my baby girl in there. And it's getting personal. And now I understand frustrations that parents have, my parents had, and everybody has before. And with this, there's been students targeting her with meanness. And her and I I will spend lots of times talking about it. The other day, she emailed me and just was looking for some advice, someone to listen, someone to tell her. And I gave her a five-bulleted topic advice, which was the best I could give her over email. Number one. Don't react. Number two has been redacted because it tells about the exact incident. So I'm going to leave that there. Number three, zip it. Don't let them know you know anything. They'll use it against you. Number four, at some point, 
Tell them hello, and you hope they have a good day. Number five, don't react. In parentheses, did I mention that? Those were the best pieces of advice I could give for her in a, mean, in a mean world, in a world where people are targeting her for reasons unknown, unbeknownst to me and probably to her. She's a beautiful soul, but still a middle school girl and impulsive like her dad. I'm sure somewhere something was said that she didn't realize it or a reaction was given that she didn't realize it. Again, she's like her dad. We talk often and... I have also told her hard advice for anyone that people don't want to hear. And this is pretty much a paraphrase of our conversations we have. I'll say, does it matter what they think? Remember, we're not of this world. And she counters with something to the effect of, well, if people think I'm terrible based upon the gossip and that goes around, then they'll think Jesus is terrible. And I followed back. It doesn't matter what they think. You need to show him in what your actions and words are, do and say. People will see that. There will be a time, sadly, when the mean girls say terrible things. But if you're doing all the right things, that will be seen. I know that's hard for a middle schooler, honestly, any adult to hear. But later she'll get it. She'll look at me and go, yep, dad, you were right. Which I get to hear more and more often as she's starting to understand life and things. But Jesus never said being a follower would be easy. In fact, he said it would be hard. Matthew 16, verses 24 through 26. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. But whoever wants to save their life will lose it. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? The cross was considered one of the worst ways to die. Jesus did it for us. That's amazing. But in that passage, he told us to take up our cross. This is going to be a rough road. But wow, the reward is so worthwhile. I wish I could say that middle school girls were the worst at being mean. <laughs> oh no, us adults are the worst. Which explains why kids act the way they do. I often will say at work, apple tree. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I've mentioned it in the past. What they see us do, they do. I mean, let's be honest, turn on the news. Mean versus mean. No matter which side you're on, the other is against you. And we all fall into it. I find my life calmer when I avoid watching the news. I had a philosophy for years that if it was so important that I needed to know, I'd find out. I think I'm starting to believe that again. I don't need to see people who disagree continue to disagree for no other reason than just to disagree. And then they say mean, mean things about people who they actually disagree with for no reason because of the fact that they disagree with the other person based upon the letter beside their name when they go to the poll. But importantly, knowing the travesty of the hurricane so that I can pray and support them is news I do need to hear. And I heard that without turning on any TV or listening to any radio. And now we have social media. <laughs> it's the new necessary evil in some aspects of life. As a podcaster, 
is my means of communicating with people I don't see every day. It's how I get out that a podcast has been released, how I get out news I want to share. I'm still trying to learn it because you can't just post. There's algorithms and other things that old man Adam doesn't understand to reach an audience. <clears throat> well, one day I will figure this out. Any, anyway, that's not my point. What I'm trying to say is that it emboldens people. And that usually doesn't end well because it brings out the worst in people. How many people can remember the awesome picture of quotation mark John's kids swimming or baby reveal? Very few. <clears throat> but boy, do we remember when John attacked Jim on Facebook for not liking this or that. Surprise parents, our kids see this. They hear this. When we get bent out of shape over a social media post, they hear and see us and believe that this is important. There is so much anger there. In case you can't figure it out, I'm coming from reading a ton of not nice comments on social media about this or that, which is, which is just breaking my heart. I need to learn to not take social media as gospel because there's only one gospel and one hope. That's Jesus. If I let them get to me, that shows I am of this world. And not just in it, as I was telling my daughter. I can choose, I can't choose what others say, but I can choose what I say. And 99% of the time on social media, the thing to say is nothing. A lot of scripture popped up as I was preparing. So I'm going to do a quick scripture dump because that's what heals and fixes all. The living word of God. Proverbs 16.32 Better a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than one who takes a city. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 18 A hot-tempered person stirs up conflicts, but the one who is patient calms a quarrel. Proverbs 29.22 An angry person stirs up conflict, and a hot-tempered person commits many sins. James, my favorite book, straight into the point, always in that book. So just touching me here, James 4, 17. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is a sin for them. So if I know that the good I need to do is to love on people and I don't do it, if I know that I need to zip it because nothing good is coming out of that point, that's a sin. We should do good in all things. Second Timothy chapter 2, verses 23 through 24. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Did you hear that? Everyone. Not the person you like, not the person you agree with. Everyone. That's straight Jesus, man. Wow. Truth is truth. We as parents need to heed those words. Really don't have much more to say, but let's be better. Let's be kinder. Let's show Jesus in all we do to everyone, everywhere, both in person and virtually. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for your love. Thank you for your word that 
is there for us when we might hit that struggle. Thank you for the blessings of our kids. Lord, this week I, I pray directly for all of us that the anger inside of us, that the the meanness that comes out wherever we are can be soothed by your love and the understanding of your love for all. We need to know that our kids see this, they hear this, and they model this. So we need to see here and model you. See here and model what Jesus showed us on earth. And if we do that, we have nothing to fear. No gossip can overcome us. We're in this world. We're not of this world. There is a better hope. There is something coming much better. We know that if we believe and have faith in you. So give us that strength that at times seems so hard. Help us to be your light on the hill and all we do and be the best dads and parents we can be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you pick up something there and I hope I can use it as well in life. If you're looking for an amazing song just to uplift you, I have put it in the linear notes. It is the greatest, most wonderful song released by my church recently called As I Pray. It just touches me. It's probably my favorite worship song. So take a moment to listen to it. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. God bless.